Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. Welcome to uh, 14th Street Ministries, uh, Why Paul? Uh, I'm Michael Mix, and I'm your host. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. And I'm your host, John Mix, filling in for Michelle Mix. So we want to welcome John to the program. For us tonight. uh, We'll see how that goes. He's a real good boy. (laughs) We'll give him stars. Um, Okay. Let's see, I'd like to open in prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the many blessings you sent our way. We thank you for this grace that was given to us by through our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we, and we thank you for the privilege of presenting your word to a lost and dying world and to the saints that want to understand and learn your word and, and uh, uh, study, study your word. And, uh, and then again, we thank you. We love you, Lord. We want to serve you and we want to teach properly and, right, and proper doctrine without air, and uh, we come to you again in our name, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, we didn't have any questions um, this week, um, but I noticed, as we talked before, um, we have a lot of countries that are listening in on demand, and I've noticed an increase in those countries, um, and I watch... Well, I don't watch. I read a lot of um, news segments through um, uh, Christian organizations who give some information on missionaries and different things that are going on with different countries. Uh, we have one country that joined us um, two weeks ago and was a consistent uh, few people. And in the news, uh, I read last week that unfortunately um, they went through that that village and um, murdered um, our Christians, brothers and sisters. A lot of people were kidnapped and um, completely went through and deleted things that they were listening to. And that was one country that was uh, growing in small numbers, but it just put a, a thought in my mind and how fortunate we are in America of our freedoms that we still have in worshiping Jesus Christ. And many of those people listen, they um, share the gospel in several of these countries and, and really hold the precious word of God to their heart um, by memorization. So I just wanted to bring that to our minds and hearts today. And we can think about our brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world that don't get the privilege that we have to freely listen to what we're even doing tonight. And uh, we have many listeners that are listening right now that we want to say that we pray for you each and every day. And we pray that God would give you strength and endurance during these hard times in your life. And, and we appreciate their prayers also mm-hmm. that we may be, be able to continue on with uh, presenting the word. 
Uh, tonight we're in um, Colossians 3, chapter 3. And uh, this is the, uh, the believer's union with Christ now and thereafter. Once you're in Christ, once you become a believer, you're in Christ and you can never be taken out. And this uh, blessed hope that we have in Christ, we're secure. And, and of course, you talk about these people in these other countries, once they've taken Christ into their hearts or believe the gospel, believe the gospel of a, uh, that Jesus Christ died for their sins, was buried, rose again. He's the son of God. Once do you believe that you're in and it's no works involved in that, but it's simply believing by faith in the word of God. And um, Colossians 3, 1, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So as believers, our minds should be on spiritual things and in heavenly places. And we can't be concerned about the what's going on in the world. We, we have to keep our mind on that because that's where our blessed hope is. If ye be then be risen with Christ. We go to Romans 6, 5. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection. That's our great hope, is that resurrection that's coming. We are we, we're complete then. We have a new body, and we're complete in the body of Christ, and, and we'll be in that uh, will come to fruition when the rapture comes. In Ephesians 2, 6, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Right now, Christ sees us as sitting with Christ in heavenly places. Colossians uh, 2, 12, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of, of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. This is a spiritual baptism, spiritually baptized into his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Go to Romans uh, 8.34. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Christ understands us, understands our uh, desires and, and problems and whatever, understands our prayers, and he's making intercession for us. He's, we're on his mind, okay? In Ephesians 1.20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. We are right now sitting with Christ in heavenly places, in God's eyes. So we have, we have that assurance, and that'll come to fruition when the rapture comes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, back to uh, Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to read verses 2 and 3. Okay. Set your affections on things above not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. For ye are dead, 
And we're going to do a cross-reference with Romans 6, 2. God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Your life is hid with Christ in God. And that right there is an, uh, a wonderful promise that just think of the uh, power just behind that alone, that your life is hid in Christ. And the security. God. Yeah, the security yes. there too. Um, and also we have a cross-reference of Galatians 2.20. And it says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And Colossians 2.20. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to the ordinance? That's it. basically saying is, um, your life is in Christ, then why put your faith and your uh, faith and trust in, in the things that are happening in the world and the ordinance and subjects and subject yourself to those? That our life is hid in Christ, and that gives us a freedom to serve Christ and actually gives us an assurance of our salvation. Yeah, and the faith, the faith of God, too. Uh, he is faithful. Mm-hmm. to, to uh, on our part to do what he said he's going to do and who we are in Christ. So. We're going to go back to Colossians 3, verse 4. Uh, when, Why ahead. don't you read that? That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, well, uh, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Uh, Christ, who is our life, shall appear. And uh, then we're going to go to 1 Timothy 1.16. Uh, Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me Jesus Christ might shew forth all longsuffering. For a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Uh, and then we're also going to go to Philippians 3.21. Who shall change our vile body? that it might be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Um, and then we're going to also go to 1 John 3, 2. Uh, beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it do- doth, or did I say that right? Doth. Doth. Not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when we shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And when he is, uh, uh, before he was uh, taken out, he, he was able to, in other words, our body would be like his, uh, we'll be able to do what he does. In other words, he could be one place and be someplace else in a second. Um, he had he wasn't confined to all the things of the earth or uh, objects or whatever. So we'll be like him, and and those are glorious things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And um, let's go back to uh, Colossians three uh, five. 
Christian living, the fruits of union with Christ. This is our relationship with Christ. This is who we are in Christ. And we're in his body. We're part of his body. Mortify, therefore, your members, which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanliness, inert affections, evil uh, concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Mortify, therefore, your members. Uh, Cross-reference verse is uh, Romans 8, 13. For if ye live, live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. We, we, we allow the spirit control us. Our spirit's been regenerated and we're in communications with the Holy Spirit. And we don't, and we allow it to control our soul instead of our body controlling our soul. Mm-hmm. And, and we learn how to do that through sound doctrine, through right dividing the word of God, right dividing the word of truth, and understanding our responsibilities as part of the body of Christ. Um, uh, Romans 8, 13, for if ye live after the flesh, I read that already, right? For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye, ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. So you have a choice. You either want to live or you want to die. Well, just think of how... Um... We think that we can we live because we go by our instinct, or we we think about something. We and how much the flesh gets you in trouble. I mean, just by yeah, right. sowing discord or um, gossiping, or just you know getting upset and just saying what you think to somebody. Just those little things of the flesh, and how that doesn't make you live. That doesn't give you life, and how God knows that if you live in the spirit and you think before you say something, just something very simple, something very simple can actually give you life. It gives you more um, freedom in the spirit. Even if you're witnessing to somebody, somebody's going to watch your life. The flesh is going to mess everything up. Yeah. If you, uh, we, uh, as believers, we still have our, um, uh, fleshly um, bodies we're still mm-hmm. fleshly but we don't allow that to control us but it's it's not under uh, the control but it's um, it doesn't control us it doesn't own us but it can we can be influenced by our um, fleshly desires or whatever yeah, our, hum- our human nature yeah right so I'll go to Galatians. Um, did you have something else, Pam? No. Okay. Galatians 5, 24. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. So our sin nature was nailed to the cross. We don't live to that sin nature. We, And the only way that we can... Uh, live by the be spiritual or whatever is to know the word of god a sound doctrine and and then we replace all those earthly ideas or those bad ideas or thoughts or whatever with with the word of god uh, let me go to uh, ephesians 5 5 for this ye know 
that no whoremonger or unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of, of Christ and of God. So you know the lost man does not have an inheritance set, but as believers we do. And we can't lose that inheritance, but by by catering to the flesh, we become not of no effect as ambassadors for Christ. So we need to know the word of God, understand the word of God, and get wisdom and knowledge out of the word of God, and um, understand who we are in Christ, and what we represent, and what our responsibilities as an ambassador is. Can you explain um, in that verse what it's talking about when it says, who is an idolater? That idolater. Be- yeah, an idolater is, is, is like idol worship, or things that you put ahead of, of Christ, uh, things mm-hmm. that, are, that, that you lust for. And it doesn't always have to mean sexual things. It's things that you lust for, the things that you want. Or desire more than Christ. Yeah, right. That, that draws you away from Christ. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think we're coming up to a break. Okay. Uh, Pam, won't you give us the plan of salvation before we go on break? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Believe that he, he died for your sin. He was buried and he rose again the third day. For those who believe on him shall be saved. And that is so simple, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's no one that's going to become in front of the great white throne judgment and say, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Or it was too hard or whatever. So I think maybe we can go on a break now and uh, we'll come back and continue in Colossians. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for The Power of Young People to Change the World, hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time, or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? 
Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are listening to the radio program Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14th Street Ministries.com. Now back to Why Paul. I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix, and we welcome you uh, to uh, 14th Street Ministries Why Paul program, a Bible study that's uh, uh, and today we're in Colossians. Um, and I'm your host, Pam Lampton, and we have a guest host, which is Michelle Mix's son, and I'll let him introduce himself. And I'm John Mix. I'm filling in for Michelle Mix today. Thanks for th- filling in for her. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Thanks for the invite. And we're back to um, Colossians in chapter 3, and I'm going to read verse 6. Um, for which things sake of wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Sake the wrath of God that cometh. Um, some verses here that talk about that is Romans 1, verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Ephesians 5, 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. And again, we have in um, Revelations 22, verses 14 through 16. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, sent, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And that was in Revelations. Yeah, and that was, uh, that was written to the nation of Israel. Um, it wasn't written to the, it's for our learning, but it wasn't mm-hmm. written to the body of Christ, but it was written to the nation of Israel. And that, that God's wrath is coming. And of course, the, uh, the, reason, the reason we wanna, want salvation is because we don't want to suffer the wrath of God. And that wrath of God is, comes at the um, white throne judgment. And we want to escape that. And, and, and accept the grace of God that has no works. We don't work for that. It's a free gift. And that gift and everything that uh, is involved in that uh, gift, that gift of grace. So. Mm-hmm. Your spiritual walk with Christ and uh, your study of, of the word of God helps you grow spiritually. 
Now, that's, that's why it's so important to understand and rightly divide the word of truth. Uh, when, you, when you go through the word of God, who is it written to? And, uh, and remember that we're not under the law. The, the body of Christ is not under law. It's under grace. Mm-hmm. And I think we're back to um, Colossians. John. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we so wake gonna- him up. Yeah, <laughs> I was just them? waiting for you guys. Uh, so we're back to Colossians three verse seven, okay. uh, in which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. Uh, ye also walked. Uh, we're gonna jump to Ephesians two two, uh, wherein time passed ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And then we're also going to jump to Titus 3.3. For ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, uh, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in the malice and envy, hateful and hating, uh, hating one another. You know, we used to, that's who we were before. Mm-hmm. Um, so so when, when we're looking at uh, the lost man, we were that at one time. And we did do those things. And we mm-hmm. were capable of doing those things. And that lost man is not our enemy. Uh, it's Satan that works through them that's, that's our enemy. And, and we want to give the word out, the, the word, the free, this free gift of salvation. And Christ has already died for their sins. And, and their responsibility is to believe. And if they believe the gospel, then they become a new creation. And they have all the promises of God. Um, go back to Colossians um, 3.8, but now ye, ye also put off these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communications out of your mouth. And, and the, the key word here is, but now. Okay. You were this, but now. In Ephesians 4.22, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, conversation meaning lifestyle of the old man, which is corrupt according to the de- deceitful lusts. In Hebrews um, 12, 1, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily beseech, beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. This was this in Hebrews is written to the Jews, and and this um, cloud of witnesses, all the prophets and all the saints in the past, is to look at them, mm-hmm. and they're witnesses of this salvation. Um, we'll go to these other two Jewish epistles, James one twenty one. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness, and super flirty or naughtiness, 
and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. And in 1 Peter 2.1, therefore laying aside all malice and all gall and, and all hypocrisy and envy and all evil speaking. So he's telling, telling his followers to lay that stuff aside mm-hmm. and get into the word. And, and another thing I'd like to make a point here is in Second Peter, uh, of course, Peter's uh, finishing up uh, Christ's earthly ministry, the gospel of the kingdom. And in uh, Second Peter was before Peter was martyred. He goes. He goes to his followers, and he tells his followers, "If if you want to find salvation, you go to Paul's epistles." Basically, is what he's saying. If you want to find this grace, go to go to Paul's epistles. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we're uh, back on uh, Colossians chapter three. I'm going to read verses nine and ten. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, putting on the new man. And you've noticed the verses before, it's always put off and put on, put off as in um, putting on a uniform to go to a certain task or a certain job and and taking that off and putting on a new new suit yeah, new or new garment. clothes yeah. so those are action words and 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 but they're not works it's not we're not saying that they're they're works it's it's a commandment that you know these are things that we need to to do and we need to do them spiritually and the bible mentions a lot of times about renewing your mind you can't just read one thing and just for the rest of your life, never read it again. And if you find out, you read the word of God, it's, it's alive every time you think, oh, I've never read that before. I wonder, I've read this passage before, but that just comes out, you know, and teaches me something new. So put on the new man, um, Ephesians 4, 24, and that you put on the new man, which is after God is created in the righteousness and true holiness. The new man's not, we're not created in a perfect, but it has to be through, through God. God creates that in us and we stand before him perfect because we're in Christ. Christ is in us. And that's what God sees. And that one new man is Jew and Gentile. In other words, the Jew has to come to salvation the same as the Gentile. Mm-hmm. They both have to believe the gospel. It's down to a personal relationship, Jew and gentle, one new man in Christ, and that's the body of Christ. That's the mystery that Paul is talking about, the mystery, which is the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. That, was, that, was, um, that was planned before creation was this age of grace, this body of Christ. Um, to make one new man, a brand new creation, a brand new humanity. 
And uh, we're going to jump back to Colossians. Uh, we're going to be in verse 11. It's uh, You're going to jump? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jump. We're watching. So we're kind of jumping around. Uh, <laughs> so where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, nor that bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all, but Christ is all in all. Um, and then we're going to go to Ephesians uh, 22. And hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. If saying Christ is everything to us and he's everything and, and his um, his eternal purpose um pam would you read um to see what this all in all and what his eternal purpose is would you read you have your bible with you pam ephesians 1 10. ephesians 1 10. yeah in other words what's what's all of this about what's what's okay. the whole plan of god what's what is his will what's all this about Okay, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10, mm -hmm. that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth. I'll read 11. Okay. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Yeah, and he's bringing... He's bringing the nation of Israel, which is earthly. He's bringing that into uh, where Christ will have preeminence over everything. He's also bringing the body of Christ in the heavenly places, this government heavenly place, where he'll be preeminent over that. And he will control heaven and earth, and there'll be no more Satan. Satan will be cast away. Sin will be cast away. Uh, death and, and whatever will be gone and Christ will be in full control and he will be the all in all. Everything will be in Christ for the glory of God. Are we coming up on another break? Oh, we have about four minutes. Okay. I was just wondering. Okay. You say about four minutes? Okay. okay we'll go back to uh, Colossians 3.12. Okay. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. The elect of God. We are the elect of God. Okay? And we became that by, by choosing and believing God and believing the word of God and believing Christ and what he has to offer for us. In uh, 1 Thessalonians, let's go to 1 Thessalonians 1, 3 through 5. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father, knowing, brother, brother and beloved, your, your elect of God, for our gospel cannot be 
cannot unto for our gospel came not unto you in words only, in word only, but also in power, and in the Holy Ghost, and in in much assurance, as ye know, as you know what manner of men we are were among you for your sake. So um, we read the word of God, the, the word of God, and it and the word of God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps teach us. And and we were talking about we walk through this world and, and we need to study the word day by day, remind, uh, refresh our minds day by day in the word because we're walking through a sin-filled world as and Satan is the prince of this world and we're getting all this garbage in and we need to be refreshed every day. And then that's through God's word. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, Colossians chapter 3, 13 and 14. Okay. Um, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all things, put on charity, which is love, and which is the bond of perfectness. And actually, charity, our love reminds us of Christ. And um, we think of perfectness being, well, it's perfect. There's nothing wrong. But that the love of Christ is perfect. And his salvation is perfect. And it makes a person righteous in God's eyes. Yeah, if a person says, I don't know if God loves me or not, well, you better look at the cross. Right. Because it's a perfect he died picture. on the cross. It's, yeah, it's perfect. And it's a perfect love. He gave, he gave his all for you, mm -hmm. for me. So I think we have another break coming up right okay. now. We'll go ahead and go to break and we'll continue in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul i'm your host uh, michael mix and i'm your host pam lampton and i'm your host john mix filling in for michelle yeah, thank you for helping us tonight, John. No problem. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Um, our uh, subject tonight is uh, Colossians 3, the believer's union with Christ, now and hereafter. Okay. Uh, and um, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Why don't you go back to, um, Which to one? Uh, 3, 3, 13 and 14. Uh, Colossians chapter 3. Yeah, 13 verse and 13 and 14. Yeah. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Very good. So above all things, put on charity. And charity is, what is it, Mike? Love. Right. Pure love. Okay. So I'm going to read chapter 13 in 1 Corinthians. Though I speak with tongues of men and angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass and tingling cymbal. As though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods and feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Chariot vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Doth not believe itself unseemly. Seeketh not its own. It is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. It rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth. It beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, and endures all things. Charity never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when in which the perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through glass darkly. 
but then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. And that's a favorite, favorite passage of a lot of people, but it has a lot of, a lot of truth and every verse has a lot of meaning in it. And we know as um, Christians and the main thing that many, many stories come up to people that say, well, I didn't, I had this experience with um, a Christian and, and they were just so hateful and, and unloving. And that's the main thing I think, our whole world is looking for love. Our whole world is seeking something that's going to fill that vacuum in their life. And you can do all these wonderful things that this, this passage talked about and do all the wonderful things you do in church or maybe in a ministry or maybe outside in an organization. But if you don't have love and you don't have Christ's love in that, it's all in vain. Yeah, every, everything. Yeah, everything that we do, we should we should not operate on the law principle. We should always operate on grace. Mm-hmm. And we were saved by grace through love, and and we should always operate by grace. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, our life should be. We were given grace, and we should give out grace. We should allow grace flow through us. I also have Ephesians 5.2. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. John 13.34. A new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another. First Peter 4, 8. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall covereth a multitude of sins. Yeah, if, um, the, the thing that identifies a Christian or stands out as a believer is we love each other. We love one another. Our love mm-hmm. for one another is is great because we're part of that same body and that same hope. And love is a unifier. Yeah, that's right. And because the kindness comes out of that and, and like the hate is grown and, mm-hmm. and the, uh, but you can, you can also love somebody into Christ, you know, mm-hmm. you can't, go to somebody and, and be witness to somebody and tell them about all these bad things and this, that, and the other, but we need to love them into Christ. And of course we need to know that we're sinners. We are all sinners, but, but like you say, everybody is wanting love. We, we have a desire to be loved. I think it's the one drawing um, line point between all the religions in the world is our God came down to us. Our God gave himself for us. Yeah, that's right. And all the scripture teaches love and forgiveness. There's no other religion that does that. 
there's no other religion. All many other religions, you have to work or die for your God, small g. Yeah, that's right. And and it and it and demands these like these small gods, these fake gods or whatever gods that are really not a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, demand, like say, demand works and and demand, Sacrifice. yeah. And it's and it's putting you against another man. You know that's it's right. Bring it brings in division. Of course, that's how Satan's uh, world works: is confusion and division and evil doings and whatever, and and no true organization. Of course, like you say, there's no love involved in it at all, other than love for themselves. Right. Okay. I think John has uh, Colossians three fifteen through 16. Yep. All right. And so I'll start at 15. Um, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in the body, or in one body. And be ye faithful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and uh, yeah, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Uh, Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Um, in Ephesians 5, uh, we're going to look at 19 and 20. It's speaking, your, yeah, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, everything that we do is to God. If we're, if we're dealing with our brothers and sisters in Christ, we're doing that to God. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Let's go to... Um, Colossians uh, 3, 17 through 21. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. We're, we're always thankful. When we go to God, we're always thankful for, we're always expressing thanks because we, we are thankful. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is the will, for this is the well-pleasing, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be dis, uh, discouraged. Provoke not your children to anger. You have any, uh, as a parent, Pam, do you have any ideas about that? Provoking your children to anger? I think um, the language sounds like you're provoking them to anger, but I, I believe it's a, um, you don't want to lead your child in a way in any type of instruction or correction um, to allow them to become angry and bitter. And provoking them to anger is causing them to have ill feelings against God or his makeup of being obedient. 
So the way we provoke would be not can be inconsistent. That can make a child un. Um, if you're not consistent in what you're saying, even as a Christian, and you're not living um, in front of your child as as Christ-like, like you either say you do, then that's going to provoke your child to be angry. Yeah, that's right. I do yeah, have, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Go. I do have one thing on uh, verse 18. So, uh, especially for non-believers and stuff, that's an intimidating verse of wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as if it fits in the Lord. And a lot of people take it out of context and don't fully understand that verse is it's wives, you know, so you're not submitting, you know, physically or whatever. And a lot of people think about that and it's actually, you know, you're submitting your spiritual self to your husband because he's supposed to be the spiritual leader of the family. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it goes Christ, your husband, and then your wife. And so she's supposed to basically, you know, understand the spiritual leading and go by the husband's spiritual leadership. Yeah, if the, if the, the husband, you're, you're right. If the husband right. is teaching sound doctrine and right. understanding the word and studying the word, there's great benefits in submitting. So, right. Yeah. And of course, of course, uh, back to the grace, we deal with them with in grace the same way we do with our children. And, right. And, that, and, and that's submission more is a, um, I would just say it's a, a more loving, caring motivation to keep your unity. Yeah, it, has, it does. It, and you're right. It ha, It's in Christ. The verse is talking about in Christ, in the Lord. Um, More so anybody, spiritually. Yeah, it's a spiritual thing. It's not um, my rule over you. Um, I have this big stick and you're bad and I'm going to you do what I say because I'm the head of the house. That's not what that's talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's not, I, yeah right. I just want to throw that because a lot of. Yeah places even churches misinterpret that mm -hmm. and so to clarify that to give a little better understanding on that because that verse has a lot of power yeah, they're, yeah not, and they're not understanding the word correct right and it does explain in the verse before it says and whatsoever you do in word and deed do all in the name of the lord so that continues on to that to the wives submit yeah. whatever you're doing in word and deed so that's a spiritual it's yeah. the spiritual contents. Thank you, John. Yeah. That's a good yeah, that, point. Um, we'll pick up in here on this uh, lesson next week. Um, Pam, you want to close us out? Um, yeah. Uh, we thank you for everyone for joining us tonight here on Facebook Live, also on um, uh, Voice America. And we want to tell you that Jesus Christ loves you and Jesus Christ died for your sins. He was buried and resurrection. He's alive now. And all you need to do is accept that truth and believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he did this for you. Amen. It's a free gift. It's so easy. You have been
been listening to Why Paul? Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com and please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. Yeah.